What's up, y'all? We here on Bring the Smoke, and I got flipping the smoke, period, man. I got Prophet Brian Card in the house, and we're just going to have some candid conversations, not only about ministry and kingdom, but we're going to also have some conversations about the marketplace. But, man, it's, I'm so excited to have you here, my brother, man. This is, this is like, absolutely... Start out 2024 sitting in in here interviewing you is like a big deal for me, my dude. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for being here, man. I, I just gonna, I'm just gonna go right in, man, because it's so many people trying to bring down people in the kingdom, and I know you went out in public on a limb, uh-huh. even though we really shouldn't say it's a limb, mm-hmm. to take up for Bishop T D Jakes when everybody trying to counsel him and and you know no matter what people may have done or not done in life, it ain't really none of our business. Mm. The Bible says, judge ye not, so ye not be judged. But what made you just go out there and be like, man, I'm tired of this foolishness. Let me go ahead and say something. Well, that's a great question. I think that um, me being raised in the Pentecostal church that I was raised in, I I came up in very strict Pentecost holiness. And so I know what it's like for all eyes to be on you. Mm. And I also know what it's like to be the one pointing the finger. Yeah. I've been on both sides of the uh, both sides of the globe. I've been the pointer and I've been the receiver. Matthew says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And we are in a cancer culture, but you can't cancel grace. <laughs> Reverend. The word of God is very clear that we're sin abound, grace that abound much more. I think that my number one issue is Ecclesiastes tell us don't judge nothing before it's time. Now, we don't even know if it's true. Yes. I mean, that, that's the first thing. We don't even know. It's a rumor. It's a gossip. It's slander. We don't even know if it's true, okay? But let's find out it is true. Brethren, if any man be overtaken in a fault, ye who are spiritual, reverend, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest ye be tempted also. So, um, I'm not in the business of trying to destroy people. Um, and I have been in that business yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that's what I was doing. I was just thought I was doing what was right and calling out people and telling them this. But um, his mercy endureth forever and his truth endureth to all generation. Of course, I'm not saying that there is an accountability if anybody's wrong and all of that stuff. But I can't hold him accountable. I'm not his pastor. Right. You know, I'm not his church. He's not accountable to me. So it's my responsibility to pray for the bishop. We got him. I got him. I'm praying for him. I'm interceding for him. And um, because I want somebody to do that to me. First of all, I want somebody to let me know, is it even true? You know, are you okay? Yes. Um, So that's kind of that. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff I can say about that. But uh, I, I just, the question I always ask people is, can you cover me until I recover? Mm. You know, wow. You know, wow. Noah's Noah's boys got in, Noah's boys got in trouble because they didn't cover the daddy. You know, he was wrong. Yeah, he was drunk. Um, I mean, Noah was wrong as could be, but um, two sons walked backwards. I don't care. I don't want to know. I got your back. I'm covering you. Yes. And so, um, I'm. I'm I I ain't trying to hurt nobody. I just man, I need mercy. And what's so amazing is, church people be the one judging more than anybody. And the amazing thing is, even in our Baptist uh, creed or whatever motto, 
um, covenant. We say do not unnecessarily reveal the flaws or the iniquities of your brother, right? If um, I had a situation where one of my individuals had got someone pregnant and then they wanted me to, you know, bring them for the church, do all this. And I'm like, y'all going to pay for pampers? Y'all going to, you know, you going to take care of the child? What, what, what business is it of those who don't know? Matthew says, go to your brother first. Then if y'all can't work it out, then take it to two or three more. Then take it to the crowd. But right. we in the Baptist church, in church, we want to take it right immediately to everybody. But yeah. that's not biblical. And a lot of times we sit up there and make up stuff and act like it's biblical, man. That's why I, I, when you say you used to judge people, I mean, my thing is you a prophet. Yeah. So, and not saying that I get it, you shouldn't be judging yeah, yeah. anybody. Yeah. But I know if you said it, it wasn't false. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But a lot of times people be canceling people and it's not even true. Like, Cat Williams just had, you know, dude, he was destroying Negroes on this. But, you know, but now you see people making posts acting like he talking about T.D. Jakes and P. Diddy. Yeah. That it ain't nowhere at all that he talked about anybody really outside of comedy. Yeah. He talking about Sid the Entertainer. He talking about Ricky Smiley. He talking about Steve Harvey. Yet when they make the post, they acting like he talking. They put a whole caption on that like he talking about T.D. Jakes. And it... Totally way, I don't even know if I can say it's out of context, it's just completely false because he's not even talking about them, but because Bishop name is big and it's in the kingdom, yeah. here they come. Yeah. And the thing about it is when the, when the shepherd is hit, the sheep will scatter. So the devil always going for the shepherd, man. Absolutely. And I believe, I mean, you can't really get too big of a shepherd than Jakes. Absolutely. Jakes is the one that prophesied me here. Wow. Dude, I had never met T.D. Jakes. I'm at... A new birth on the principal. The principal at new birth. I, I snuck in because <laughs> they had this event in March called Focus, and he had all the big speakers in there. And I knew Jake was there. I was sitting in the back, and Bishop like, "Oh, I see my principal skipping work, but you all right? You know what I'm saying?" And then Bishop Jake's walking in, and he said, "Ooh, what an anointing! What an anointing! You gonna be pastoring in six months?" And I'm looking at him like, you false prophet. That's what I'm thinking in my mind. But he a big dude. I ain't say nothing. In my mind, though, I'm like, oh, you a false prophet. But he big and the security guard big. And I say, okay, dude, six months later, this dude told me this March 4th, 2011. I started passing. I was voted in in July, but my first official date was September the 4th, 2011. Six months exactly. Wow. And here I am. So you can't deny the anointing, the gifts are given without repentance. So how are we going to sit up there and judge when God has gifted somebody? It's better for you to, to tie anger around your neck and catch yourself in the seat of the touch of my anointing. It's better to catch yourself in the fight of the touch of one of my own. Ain't no way in the world I ever say that. I don't care how much somebody might say something about you. I ain't going to never talk about him. He's sitting right here interviewing with me. But like he said last night, I ain't going to never sit up there and act like he coming. Ask him, I be humming on the way, man, you gonna come for real, Negro? You know what I'm saying? He's sitting right here, he a cool down to earth person, but I know where he is in the kingdom, and you gotta respect that. Because when you, man, when you said, man, when that joker said, he said, I'm the bond servant of yeah. Jesus, yeah. the brother of James. Yeah. When I tell you that was a word, I can't act like this is just some dude off the street. I can't act like this dude level of anointing is not here above me. I can't sit up there and act like that. And I think a lot of times we don't respect the kingdom mantle because the church has been disrespected so much even by ourselves, man. Mm -hmm. So I know who I got right here. Y'all know who y'all listening to right now? I'm going to be quiet so he can talk. What you want to say, man? I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I know, I know I'm going to sit in here with a general, dude. I ain't playing. I already know. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Like, dude, he talking to me about a situation that I know I really want to work out, but I'm submitting to him even though I do real estate. Now, everything the person talk about don't make no sense. I ain't going to say no name. I'm like, dude, I can go through tax records. I can go through what the city assessed it for. I can tell you all the evidence of what's going on. But because he said he want to work it out, I'm going to submit to him and do whatever he tell me to do to make the situation right, even though I know I ain't wrong. But it's all about perception. Because people that tell themselves in their mind whatever they want to believe. But when you got a prophet in the house that can see and speak things that be not as though they were, why would you not submit? I'm going to tell y'all this. Some of y'all got brothers and sisters. Some of y'all got cousins. Some of y'all got family friends. Some of y'all got people y'all grew up with, and you're trying to act like they coming. They ain't coming, man. You got to understand that. This man right here chilling in my house. We filming. Oh, yeah, you going to edit that because you don't want them to know they in here. But <laughs> we over here filming right now, yet I still know who this man is and where his place is in the kingdom, man. So I appreciate you, man. I'm grateful to be here. Dude, man, I, I got to say this, man, and, and you know, normally you the man with the word and everything. I, I got to say this, though. Last night when you said something about uh, uh, Abraham not being totally obedient. Yes. You, and you said he was a father yeah. before. That's right. And, and he was a father. Yeah. And it just clicked to me. Well, actually, it didn't click to me. Freddie was talking about it. And I, he probably going to come tonight, Pastor Freddie Villarreal, and you definitely got to talk to him. And he was saying, and I don't want to put this out before he do his sermon, he was talking about how he looked at it like he was disobedient. But then he realized that uh, Lot was the son of his uh, his brother or some, somebody else, I forget. Mm -hmm. But he said, man, when I said that part, he said, man, when I said how you said he was acting like a father, focus a father, yeah. And we talk about how Abraham means, you know, right. fathers many nations. Right. He began to say, I looked at it like this. He said, man, Lot was like his son to him because it was his brother's son. And he, he went to Haran and he stopped there and couldn't move past that, even right. though that was his father. He loved him so much, but he felt like he had to be a father figure to Lot. So he was talking about how he went and... And Lot went with him, mm -hmm. but he said he was treating him like a father. Mm -hmm. It's like he was practicing fathership. Mm -hmm. He was out here, and when even when they came to 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 Sodom and Gomorrah, and they split, he said that's what a father would do. Like, hey, you uh, you big enough to be on your own, right. so you go out. Right. But I just began to see. I know we call you prophet, but I just got to tell you, man, that you function in the role of a bishop so much well, because I got you here. Because I call this the awakening. And the reason, I, I, I love y'all. I think about y'all all the time. I promise you, when I call people, I'm thinking about you. But not this time. When I called you, I thought about me. And I said, my prophetic gifts be dormant. My gift of healing be dormant. I want more of my anointing when I was more so of an evangelist at home mm -hmm. than when I came and got oppressed by the spirit of Baptist. Now, I'm not saying Baptist wrong, but we don't believe in healing. Yeah. We don't believe in praying in tongues. In fact, when they wanted me to plant a church, the man said, I believe in praying in tongues. But when they ask you the question, say you don't, right? right, right because right. the Baptists don't believe in those gifts. Yeah. And so when I said, I'm calling this the awakening because I need to awaken my dormant gifts. Yeah. I know this man of God going to wake up my dormant gifts. There's no way I can be around him and my spirit not leap like 
uh, John the Baptist leaped in Martha's womb when he came, when she yeah. came face to face with Mary. There's no way that if this dude comes and I really respect and listen to him, that I won't walk in those gifts, right? So I'm like, people call you to awaken them in so many places, and they don't, they might not admit it. But they're not calling you just because you got a prophetic word. They're not calling you just because uh, you, you can raise money. They're not calling you for that. They're calling you for that because even though you're a prophet, you got a bishop mantle on you, man. I see. You got a bishop mantle on you, and you mentoring people from afar and don't even realize. Mm -hmm. And they call you, and sometimes they'll sit up there, and be, some people want to call you, and they're scared to call you mm -hmm. because they're in denominations, and they worried about what they people going to think if they call you. Mm -hmm. But Pastor, I'm going to free you up right now. Remember Saul, the king? He said, hey, man, when, when Samuel asked, why did you make the sacrifice? He said, because the people were upset and I did it. You can't let the people dictate to you what you do. You the leader. You the leader. If you need to call him because you need an awakening, you need to call him. If you need to call him because your gifts are dormant, you need to call him. You need to call him because you know you need to go to another level. You need to call him and stop worrying about your people. I ain't going to say stop worrying about your people. You need to worry about your people in a healthy way. Worry about your people because you want them to be elevated. Worry about your people because you want them to be exposed to something bigger than what you can give them. Worry about them to be able to take them from one level to the next. Don't worry about them because you're worried about somebody voting you out because you call an anointed man of God. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. You understand? So what am I telling you? This man of God, I don't care. He said he received it, so he, I must be saying something true. He ain't rebuked me in the name of Jesus. But he has a bishop mantle. He may not be functioning in it, but he has a bishop's anointing because he can sit up here and cover people. Like, he coming here. I know, I trust without a shadow of a doubt that he going to work this situation out that I got a problem with with another pastor here that it ain't none of your business. And But at the end of the day, I know he gonna work it out because not only is a prophet and be able to see and speak and know if I'm telling the truth or not, but he also can see the perspective and he also has a father figure, a bishop's anointing, you understand? And he's going to work out so many situations moving into 2024 that you can't work out for yourself if you bold enough to call him. I'm, I'm just gonna say that. All right, go ahead, man. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. That is true. The, the anointing you respect is the anointing you attract. Always remember that. You, you can't be healed talking about Benny Hinn. Woo! You can't have wisdom talking about Mike Murdoch. You can't have money talking about Leroy Thompson and Creflo Dollar. You can't have faith talking about Kenneth Copeland. You can't get a breakthrough talking about Rob Parsley. You can't be loose talking about Bishop Jakes. The anointing you respect the anointing you attract. And um, you just learned that, that you don't, you don't have to, the sound in Acts 2, the sound came from heaven. It didn't come from a board. Mm. When the Holy Ghost fell, the sound came from heaven. That has to be the place that we listen to. You gotta hear God, hear the word of God, hear what God is saying. Keep a heart that's pure toward him. You know, 2024, I believe, is just gonna be a great year. Um, you know, Carlton Pearson, who is one of the facilitators of the last move of God in the sense of a lot of the great voices that we know today came on the scene because of Bishop Carlton Pearson. He died in 2023. I believe his death was the death of an era. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that's why all this shaking is going on right now in the body because there's a new era about to start. 
and God's going to pick a new Carlton, whoever that is, <laughs> to facilitate the new uh, host of voices that are going to be the voice to the next level. I'm a grace man. I used to be law and grace, you see. I used to have mixture. I, 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 I had law for everybody else, but grace for me, mm. you see. But you can't have mixture. They got to be grace. I told him the other day, that's why Moses, it registered to me why Moses couldn't go into the promised land. Mm -hmm. For God to be such a God of grace, I didn't understand why he didn't let Moses go to the promised land. He let his children go, but he didn't let Moses go. And that bothered me. I said, why wouldn't you let Moses go? And it came alive to me. Moses couldn't go because Moses was symbolic of the law. And if the law would have went into the promised land, you would have thought you can get in there by your performance. Not Moses, Joshua, Yeshua, Jesus. He's the only way into the promised land. Oh and if you don't come through Jesus, you're going to miss it. Y'all, we just got to stop killing people and just tell people how much God's in love with them. Mm -hmm. Now, man, and his thoughts toward him are good, not even as to give him an expected end. And I'm seeing it as I minister to people around the world. And sometimes when I'm preaching, I see a young man sitting over there from the streets and you look at him and you can tell he getting it. You know, like he's getting it. You mean God, God, God love me? God, God won't deal with me? Me and my dirty self? And we all dirty, you know? And the only thing that cleaned us up was his blood. So um, I receive what he's saying. I, I'm a peacemaker. Blessed are the peacemaker. I don't want nobody to be at odds with nobody because by this shall all men know you're my disciples. The love, John 13, 34, 35. You know, we, we do it by the tongues, the shouting, the dancing, the screaming. But you won't know who belong to God by how they treat people. That's what the word says. How do you treat people? Not people who you like, people who you don't like. How do you treat people who mishandle you? How do you treat people who mistreat you, who mistreated your child? How you handle them? Michael says we are to do justly, but love mercy. Some of you love justice. Okay, he didn't tell you to love justice. He told you to do justice, but love mercy. Even when you got to do justice, somewhere in there, it ought to be some mercy. God said it to David, didn't it? David, because of what you did now, I ain't going to deal with you. But there has to be justice. The sword is never going to leave your house. I'm going to have mercy on you. But there has to be a consequence. I'm not telling you that there shouldn't be consequences for things that people do. You are free to choose, Charles Stanley said, but you don't get to choose the consequences of your choices. Wow. You got choices, there are consequences to them. But even in your consequence, ask for mercy. He's a God of mercy. Man, that's amazing, man. Man, you know, what I love about what you're saying is you can't choose your consequences, mm -hmm. but I'm glad he don't even give me a choice of my consequences because I yeah. might not choose the right one. Absolutely. When I look at all the lies that went on about me when I was running for office and they made that lie talking about I was raising money um, for uh, my campaign through the church, 
too. You don't see hardly none of my members on there because I ain't asked my members nothing. I got $60,000 I raised, but you look at most of my money came from way outside the church. Mm-hmm. And they talking about a video that ain't never came up, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but but the amazing thing is I always help people when they come. Even the person that ran against me, I let him come speak. Yeah. Well, I already know. I saw the whole setup coming when God, I knew it was something when they came. But, you know, I, I know I just... Like you said, have mercy. I let sure. I let God handle it. But so when them lies came up, I was mad at first. But it hit me, and I was like, at least it ain't the truth about me. Cause if some truth it got out, yeah. it might destroy me. Yeah. God allows you; He punishes you, but He don't touch you in areas you're not fortified. Mm-hmm. He hit me in an area that was a straight lie, but He let me know, Negro, I'm gonna punish you because I chastise those who I love. Yeah. But I ain't let this area come out because you ain't fortified. Mm-hmm. I ain't let it go out. But you, 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 my, you, you, my pro, you, my, you, my prophet, you, my dad, gonna speaker, you, you, my pastor, you, my coverer, and I, you know, I I know I'm talking about hell when I talk about James. Be careful of those who become preachers or teachers because you will be judged more harsh than anybody else. So you know, it's a hotter place in hell for me if I lead you astray and there's more judgment from him. I ain't worried about no judgment from you, but he allowed me to get hit because he needed to deal with my life, but he didn't deal with me where the truth was. Yeah. Yeah. That's grace. And you look at, uh, if I if I jump off the top of this, the, the top of this building, you know, there's something called law that's going to bring me to that's the right. ground called gravity. That's because right. gravity is like, hey, whatever go up, going to come down. Yeah. But then there's a greater law called aerodynamics. That's right. If I get in a plane, it works right and everything is functional. Right. I can get in a plane and take off. And even though gravity is pulling down, it, it there's a right. greater law called aerodynamics that that's keeps right. it above the ground because... Uh, aerodynamics supersedes gravity, That's right. right? And so even though God still wants me to be able to keep the law, but he know I can't keep the law That's because right. I, we all fall short of the glory of God, what keeps me elevated even in my foolishness is his grace and mercy. Right. I'm just glad God said let grace and mercy be follow me all the days of my life because right. me, if I had to follow grace and mercy, I might make a wrong turn somewhere. Right. So I'm just happy that I have grace and mercy, but just like he taught yesterday, I don't want cheap grace. I don't want to go out yeah. here and try to live any old way. That's but right. because of I know he loves me, he gives me grace, I try to be perfect. But James tell me, try to be perfect, but you ain't going to be perfect. Yeah. Right? I always say this, you 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 will never be sinless, but you should sin less. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never, ever reach perfection, but I'm going to try to reach perfection. You understand? So, man, I just appreciate when he came in and he would preach about grace because I was still irritated about some of the things and it hit me even more again. He reminded me, dude, I didn't let you get hit nowhere where it was truth. Mm-hmm. You got hit in false areas, mm-hmm. but that's my grace. But I still got to give you your justice. I'm going to deal with you. Mm-hmm. I just ain't going to deal with you the way. You know, anyway, I'm just glad God chooses, man. Mm-hmm. So, man, to have this man of God in, 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 in here, man, is absolutely amazing. Man, what makes you so, man, I got to say this, man, too. And I know I'm talking so much, but I'm so grateful for him. Dude, I don't want to say their name. They don't care. Man, when you prophesied and laid out one of my members, I don't know if you saw it, Brother Eugene, but he laid out one of my old school members. And when he laid her out, I didn't look at her as an individual. I looked at her like the construct of the traditional Baptist church that has been holding my anointing back, that has been stagnating me. Because one thing that's greater than the anointing is tradition. Tradition and culture will kill the anointing. What is greater is 
is actually um, tradition is more powerful than, than the word of God. Wow. Because he said, you make the word of God of none effect Woo! through your vain tradition. Tradition is so powerful that it'll nullify the word. Wow. Get out of here. It, 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 even though the word is powerful, it won't be powerful for them. Wow. Because of their tradition. Because truth don't make you free. Mm. The truth you know make you free. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. A bunch of truth out here, but if you don't know it, Woo. you'll never be free. Hey, that's a word. And I'm telling you, when they fell out, I was like, man, I'm free. <laughs> I was like, because you know good and well, I can guarantee you she went acting. Everybody, when you did that, the whole atmosphere shift. I don't know if you know, I'm sure you did. Yeah. The whole atmosphere shifted because first of all, the people that are in her camp, well, she, she's a cool person now, not, definitely not knocking her. Um, she, those people in her camp that didn't believe, no, she ain't going to fake. Because yeah. if anything, she would have rather just stood there yeah. and said, mm -hmm, yeah, I told y'all he wasn't real. Because da, 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 da. some of them people weren't there for the words. Some of them people were there because they were curious. Right. When you laid out curiosity killed the cat, when I tell you, I felt the whole shift taking place. I said, if he don't do nothing else, he done already done his job. And she said, I know her well. You know, yeah, but when you said she talked. She said, you know me well. <laughs> and I love the way you said, do I know you? She said, I don't think so. <laughs> so he was already setting it up because yeah. he knew he had a word. Yeah. And he knew how many, how she doubted. And he knew the people in her camp doubted. So when he, when people realize, man, you, oh man, our whole section over there, Deacon Spells, Jonathan, Deacon Garvin, everybody was looking at you like, what in the world is this? You could not deny it. Cause first of all, she old, got back problems sometimes for her to even fall and not know somebody that a hope catch her. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he he annihilated. The culture. He annihilated the tradition that has been stagnating us. Then when he prophesied over Minister Gloria, because Minister Gloria, she has cancer, and well, she don't have it no more because he healed her. Amen. And he started talking about the lump. Man, I'm talking about everybody eyes are getting teary. Because yeah. everybody loves Minister Gloria. They like, how in the world is she yeah. sick? Cause some folk, you realize the rain does fall on the just and the unjust yeah. alike. Yeah. But when he spoke that and then he said she had somebody who because he they died because you honored him, yeah. them, then God gonna honor you. She really didn't have, she had an estranged relationship with her father, but out of respect and honor, she went to the funeral. But it was a struggle for her. And so for her to go, man, he was like, man, she was she she ain't stopped crying after that moment. It was a rap. Wow. You understand? Hey, but please, I need you to help me out, man. Look, I know, I know people were sending me messages last night, though. They were like, hey, let the bishop, let the prophet prophesy. I'm like, dude, I ain't tell him. Well, why he's so cutting about time? I just said, I need to do there at a certain time. I didn't say when we had to leave. I just know my praise team ain't used to singing five, six, seven songs. They ain't, they ain't got the stamina yet. You know what I'm saying? That's why I called it a whole nother guest. And they were like, people was inboxing me like, I would just rush and do. I need y'all to know I am not rushing the man of God. <laughs> the prophet has all day. If you want to be in there for 24 hours, <laughs> I will be there. Y'all gonna stop blaming me 
for the prophet. The prophet probably knew that that gummit, some people that needed to be there were not there. Y'all gonna leave me alone. Oh, you know, inbox me and mess with me on my own Facebook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, the prophet has the leeway to do whatever he wants to do. I'm saying it right now. I'm going to be like Cat. It's time stamped on today, early in the morning. We ain't even got there tonight. All right, you got all the time you want, man. <laughs> yeah, they were like, well, why he so conscious about time? First of all, you wasn't even there. <laughs> you inboxing me. Anyway, I'm going to leave y'all alone, man. Man, just close us out, man. Give us a word. I don't want to tie you up all day, man, because I know you you got to get ready. Because when I take, man, first of all, man, man, your, your gift is the truth. Like, I'm telling you this from a Baptist pastor. So I'm talking to all the Baptist folk, those who kind of made it to the full gospel side. I know you already know anyway. But all those Southern Baptists, American Baptists, General Baptists, whatever type of Baptist you are, or whatever denomination that does not believe in the gifts of God, that says it ended with the apostles. It actually was birthed with the apostles. I mean, the miracles were already there, but he gave us the Holy Spirit freely. So I need you to understand if you're not walking in the gifts and the power, that does not say or negate that the gifts exist. That just negates, that just uh, is a um, confirmation that you are not walking in what God wants you to walk in and you're not submitted to the word of God. And as he said, your tradition has made the word of God to none effect. So I'm going to just let the prophet close us out. The prophet with the bishop's anointing, <laughs> we're going to let him close us out and give you a word to help you in 2024. Well, faith cometh by hearing, right? Hearing by the word of God. So you only can produce faith for what you hear. If you don't hear about healing, you won't have faith for it. If you don't hear about deliverance, you won't have faith for it. Now notice, if you go to a church, whatever is preached is what is produced. Always remember that. So if the pastor talks about healing, people are going to get healed. If the pastor talks about the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues, that's what's going to manifest in that church. So you may be a pastor watching me say, well, if it's real, why it don't happen in my church? When is the last time you preached on it? Because the people will only believe what they hear. And how are they going to hear without you? You the preacher. Study. Get in the word of God. There's so much out there for you. 2024, I believe, is the year that God's just going to cause us to possess our possessions. Obadiah 117. My, my scripture is Ephesians 3 and 20. Now to him that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power. It, it, you can do it, but it's according to the power that worketh. Remember, the gospel is the power. You know, that, that, that's what faith is. But Obadiah 1 and 17 said that the house of Jacob shall possess their possession, not the house of Israel, the house of Jacob. Why Jacob? God never identified himself as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. He always identified himself as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Why not Israel? I mean, Israel is the law keeper. I don't want to be identified by the law. I want to be identified by faith. I'm going to be the God of the carnal man, the God of the man who's growing, who knows that he needs me. And the only one that's going to possess their possessions is not the house of Israel, but it's the house of Jacob, growing, struggling, but I'm still going after what God has for me. Go after what God got for you.
God has, I mean, there's so much that God has for you that you can get it if you just go after it and pursue it, possess it. He told Joshua, I've given you the land, but you've got to possess it. It's your land, but you've got to possess it. All right? So healing is yours. you got to possess it. If somebody say, somebody they say, God healing me. They know God is healing you. God already healed you. You got healed at Calvary. You got saved at Calvary. You got delivered at Calvary. You prospered at Calvary. Everything is done. It is finished. In the Greek, that means mission accomplished. This ain't mission impossible. This mission possible. It's finished. It's a done deal. Now walk in it. Walk in everything that God has said for you. Go after it. And uh, I'm just so excited because I'm telling you this, and you heard it first from me. Brian Karn, by the grace of God, is about to take over the world. And I'm going to take over the world. I'm, I'm going to be so big. I'm going to be on ABC, NBC, CBS, TBN, everybody. And I just got one message. God ain't mad at you. That's all I come to tell you. God ain't mad at you. God so loved the world that he gave. Let me help you. And I'm in on this. If you've ever dealt with someone who has any kind of cancer or incurable disease, and you really love that person, let's say it's your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, based on how much you love them, determines how much you hate the sickness. <clears throat> based on how much you love them, my mama was dying with cancer. Based on how much I love my mama, determines how much I hate the cancer. Because the cancer is killing the one I love. And based on how much God loves you, determines how much he hates the sin. He's not mad at you. He hates what's killing you. But that's only because he loves you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God ain't mad at you. I love you. I'm praying for you. Come see me anytime, anywhere. You're going to hear one message from me. God ain't mad at you. His thoughts towards you are good, not evil. I'm not a universalist. I'm not a universalist. You got to accept Jesus. Can't come through Buddha. Can't come through Muhammad. Got to come through Jesus. Make that very clear. But I'm telling you that if you put your confidence in him, he's the way, the truth, and the life. All of the anger God had with you was put on Jesus. And by his stripes, you are healed. I love you. More grace. Hey, man. When we play this clip, you got to play. Hey, hey, Jay, y'all hear me? When, uh, when we do this clip, God ain't mad at you. I got to hear that Tupac theme music, baby. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, man. We got to hear. I ain't mad at you, baby. That's his theme music. It came out of Bring the Smoke, baby. We have produced the theme music. For Prophet Brian Carr, if you need to be produced by Maxwell, I got you, baby. Hey, boy, that's it right there, boy. I ain't mad at you. That's all I need to hear. Woo, man, appreciate it, man. Hey, everybody, how you doing? This book is a book I believe everyone should buy. Not just because I wrote it, but because this book was birthed out of pain. And you learn so much during those painful moments. This is called leadership growth, the power and the pain. You can't have the power unless you've been through the pain. Bishop Morton wrote the foreword. It's been endorsed as well by our former governor, uh, Terry McAuliffe, and by our Newport News Sheriff. 
Sheriff Gabriel Morgan. I promise you this book will bless you. Please get it, not just for me, but to bless you. Go to willamaxwell.org or click on the links below and I promise you this book will bless you. If you don't just buy it for yourself, buy it for someone else. It's a short read, but it's a powerful read. I've been getting testimonies all across the country and I promise you it will bless your life.